Hello and welcome to the Riverdale High AV Club. I'm Ezra. And I'm Megan. And we are here to bring you all things Archie. Your favorite Archie. Mm-hmm. Better than all other Archies. Favorite Archie, better than the rest, all the rest suck. The greatest eggs. of all Archies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The king of the Archies, if you will. That sounds like a weird story they've probably done, honestly. Kind of sounds the like Archies. a band to me. Ooh, I could see it. Like, like some a... battle of the bands kind of thing, where like him and Reggie are like, I'm the king of the Archies. That Reggie <laughs> loses by default. <laughs> okay, I see. It's not named after him. I was imagining like some weird, bizarro story where there, he like wakes up on an island and it's just all Archies. And oh, he's God. like, I'm the king of the Archies, I guess. They um, have done a weird number of like, what if there were two Archies? Or more than yeah. two Archies. Or let's not forget the other way they took it that one time where they were like, what if there was two halves of Archie? <laughs> where they literally tear him in half. <laughs> exactly. One of those third wall breaking ones where they like talk to you. Yeah, it's, it's weird, like the editor man. talks to you, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I think so. It's usually like the text boxes, right? Writers or editors or something. Yeah, it's like, can you imagine if there were two Archies? And it's like, what if Betty and Veronica got along? (laughs) I I don't have to imagine. This has happened in many comics. (laughs) But not when Archie's around. No, that's true. Then they're always fighting. That's actually very true. I read one today where, um,. Cheryl, I think we actually may have talked about it before, but Cheryl is, like, deliberately trying to split up Betty and Veronica so she can get Archie to herself, and it's like she hires a model to distract Veronica, and then Jason, like, woos Betty, I guess. It was very strange. Weird. Yeah. How does splitting up Betty and Veronica get Archie to her? Uh, it didn't. I mean, at the end, she goes to... <laughs> so it was a bad plan. <laughs> it was a bad plan. Yeah, um, sounds, sounds about right. Veronica, like, sees that this model has cufflinks on, I guess, that have a P, and she's like, that can only mean Pembroke, <laughs> which oh can God. only mean Cheryl. Um, and then she of threatens course. to have Moose beat him up unless he tells her everything. Um, and so she stops it all. Also, Archie was out of town the whole time, so it didn't matter. What yeah. a dumb comic this is. It's a great comic. I love it. It's my favorite. In the best way, you guys. Oh, yeah. It's, it's good it, dumb. It's good trash. It's like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's like the Riverdale TV show. It's good trash. Yes. Yeah. Glorious trash. Mm-hmm. Speaking of some good trash. Please. I have another episode for you of Archie Abroad. Ooh, very Or in this case, of course, it's a Veronica Voyage. Ah, lovely. I love these Veronica Voyages. And now, this one will be dearly familiar to you. Okay, I'm excited. Because this is Veronica in Rome. Oh, no. Okay. Now, this is one of our favorites. Yes, it is. I think it's been printed a few times. It gets reprinted a lot, it feels like. Yeah. I've definitely read this in a variety of different digests. Like, recently, um, too. Yeah. And... It's a classic. It doesn't say the artist at the front here, which is oh. means it's probably older, right? Yeah, probably. 
So let's just dive right in with chapter one. Please. Mamma Mia. Oh boy. That's so, not culturally insensitive at all. Not at all. Um, we have Mr. Lodge uh, relaxing at the country club. Mm-hmm. And the other dads, rich dads, are making fun of him because his daughter goes to public school. <laughs> I hate it when that happens at the country club. Yeah. Mm. They're just going for it. They're like talking about where their daughters are going to school, and then he's like, ooh, a public school? Is that where your daughter goes? Why does I'd he hang send out my daughter guys? there, too, if I could afford it. Oh, my God. And, like, Mr. Lodge is fuming and, like, crumpling up his newspaper Why did he, he was reading. Are these his friends? Just, I don't know. Are they just, like, near him? Okay, I guess, They're all yeah. just hanging out at the country club. No, I don't I know. No, I've I mean, never been to a country club, so. That is... From what I understand, it is just rich white men being dicks to everyone and each other. So, yeah, this seems accurate. So, Mm -hmm. he storms home. He asks Veronica a bunch of questions about, I guess, business and math. Okay. And then he's like, you're not smart enough. You don't know the answer to these things with no context off the top of your head. Ouch. Uh, I'll send you to a prestigious overseas girls academy. Oh. And she's like, oh, yay! <laughs> That's pretty cool, and actually. She instantly packs. Yeah. She's very excited about it. Yeah, I mean, that's exciting. Um, So we cut to her flying to Rome. <laughs> no goodbyes, I guess. She just <laughs> no. leaves. Well, we have a panel of him saying, how long will it take for you to... And then she's, like, vanished, and he's like, prepare? Oh. But she's already gone. I see, okay. All right. Um, she's looking for her ride at the airport. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of drivers holding up uh, signs with names on them. I always wanted And that. she sees this slobby guy <laughs> holding a sign. Um, no, I won't. I'm going to give it away a little bit here. Mm-hmm. He is holding it such that his hand covers part of her name. Mm-hmm. We can see it says Veronica Odge. No, there's no way there could be. Another? No, that's no. not going to come up again, though, probably. <laughs> that's just... That was and weird that like, they included that. <laughs> she's like, you can't possibly be my ride. You're not fancy enough. And he's like, you're Veronica, right? You're going to the school? Yeah, get in. <laughs> um, maybe so maybe this is just what Italy is like. <laughs> apparently. Our trip to Italy was canceled by the coronavirus, <laughs> yeah, so we'll so we, never know. Yeah. <laughs> um... So it's a shitty car. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He doesn't hold the door for her. How dare he? And then she, like, keeps asking him questions about all of the sites they're driving past. She's asking him very in-depth questions, giving us lots of information, and he's just like, uh-huh. Okay. And then she yells at him for not being a better tour guide. <laughs> I mean, did and he ever call like, himself I'm a tour okay. guide? Yeah. Yeah. Well, in the next panel, he's like, I'll try to be more enthusiastic. And then he's like, it certainly is big. <laughs> She's like, forget it. I mean, he's trying, Veronica. Uh, they arrive at the school, uh-huh. which has barbed wire fencing. Oh, God. And a security booth. Sounds and like an American like, oh, public good. school. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad there's such tight security. Yeah. And then he funny. laughs at that. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. Um, she's welcomed by the headmistress, and a kindly figure, no doubt. Miss Primp, of course. I'm sorry. She that, seems fine. Is that Primp? Primp, yes. Okay. Okay. Just checking. 
And then she introduces her to her new roommate, whose name is Nastalia. Wait. Nastalvia. Nastalvia? Yes. Like Salvia and Nasty? T-H-A-L-T-H-I-A. Nastalvia. Okay. Sure. I don't know. Why not? She looks real sassy. Okay. She's got on hoop earrings. Oh. She's always, you know, edgy in an Archie <laughs> I was comic. I say, yeah. That equals and bitch in Archie comic. Giant curly hair. She's got like a, like a low top so you can like see her like tank top straps under it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she's actively holding and aiming a slingshot. Oh my god. <laughs> so this is a bad girl. So she's a real stinker. Uh-huh. Okay. And she's got evil eyebrows and, like, an evil smile on the first panel. Oh, okay. Here we go. And Veronica's like, oh, I'm so excited to meet you. I'm from Riverdale. I've never been to such a prestigious school. Uh-huh. And then the other girls are like, why are you here? <laughs> and she's like, oh, Daddy just wants me to learn more about the world. Okay. And they're like, okay. And they're trying to find Riverdale on a globe. <laughs> <laughs> I remember and then this scene, yeah. She puts up a giant poster of Archie. <laughs> How giant are we talking? Her roommate's uh probably almost as tall as her. Oh my god. Of his head though. <laughs> Where did she get that printed? Uh, she clearly had a custom made. Yeah. She's like, I'm just gonna tack this up, and then her roommate says, What in Riverdale is that? <laughs> and then they're all laughing. She's like that's my boyfriend, Archie. And then she says, why does he have a checkerboard on his head? Ah! Oh my gosh. She's like, that's no checkerboard. That's just the way he cuts his hair. <laughs> what? You know, the checkerboard. Right, I know, but like, how? Did, what does he cut his hair with? I don't know. And then they're like, wait, I'll... this is dirty. I think I can clean it off. And she's like, leave it alone. That's his eyebrow. Oh my god. I'm trying to find a picture of Archie, so, yeah, his eyebrows are yep. just black chunks. Yeah, wow. extremely thick and dark. Very solid, very dark. Uh-huh. Okay. So that closes chapter one for us. Mm-hmm. And uh, chapter two opens, I'm sorry, chapter two called, That's a Spicy Meatball. Oh, man, they're really just going all out, huh? They're going hard for it. Yeah, they are. And so Mr. Lodge is in Riverdale bringing all the clothing catalogs for Veronica to look at. Mm-hmm. And his wife is like, uh, she's been gone for three days. Are you good? <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, of course. Oh, that's actually really sweet, yeah. Yeah, because Hermione's like, I miss her too, dear. Oh, that's cute. But back in Rome, Veronica is going sightseeing. Um, She's like, why are there bars on the windows of this bus? Oh, and her roommate's wow. like, for your safety, of course. That's why bars are usually on windows. She's seated behind these two girls that are, like, they have hair that's the same as, like, Josie from the Pussycat comics, mm-hmm. that sort of red bob. Yeah. She, they they both appear to be twins, um, so they <laughs> both have the same <laughs> hair. One of them is a twin. <laughs> they're, shut up. <laughs> they're extremely tall. Okay. And they're wearing, like, matching green pantsuits, I guess. Hell yeah. And their entire role in this is like a comedy prop of being tall. Oh, I see. And they're never addressed or spoken to or acknowledged besides that. Love it. Love it. Um, But they have a lot of character, and I I don't know why they don't get a better role than that. 
But, it, yeah, just standing in front of Veronica and blocking her view, basically. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So the teacher is, like, yelling at them. She's like, we introduce you to Roman culture, whether you like it or not. No fighting. <laughs> oh, man, Jesus. They drive around all this different... We, we get another montage, you know, of cultural locations in Rome. Sure. Um, this time commentated by Veronica's sassy roommate... Asking questions, and um, Veronica is comically unable to see at any point because she's standing behind the two tall girls all the time. There we go. Now, she is just walking around, so why she can't walk maybe around them at any point, I'm not sure. Side, maybe, yeah. But she doesn't. Mm -hmm. Um, ever. <laughs> of course. Good, Veronica. So, she's like standing at the Colosseum, and these Dude. two girls are standing there, and Veronica's directly behind them, and there's no one else standing anywhere. Like, she could easily see the Colosseum. Very easily. But does not. Oh my goodness, alright. Um, they're talking about all the stray cats that live in the Colosseum now. Aw, I want to go there. The mean girls are like gonna throw cats at Veronica, and the Whoa. headmistress yells at them. Wait, what? <laughs> and You're Veronica just gonna has... throw cats? They're like the <laughs> lady from Simpsons. Where the lady's like, "Girls, behave!" and they're like both standing behind Veronica, holding cats up. Oh my god! And Veronica's just standing there, like, "What? What do you mean?" <laughs> innocent. She's only innocent when she's not the like when she's being picked yeah, on. You know exactly. So, finally, she gets a clear photo op, but her camera's jammed. Oh, oh no. no. Her roommate's like, I'm pretty good with these. I'll fix it. And then she just rips the film out and wraps it around Veronica. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yes. Wow, that seems they... like something Draco Malfoy would do. <laughs> yes. So, finally, she gets back to her room at the end of the day. Wow. Okay. Only to find that... All the other girls have, like, broken into all her stuff. They're wearing her clothes, putting on her makeup, and they they drew, they played checkers on Archie's head Fuck yeah. on the poster. Love it. And they drew a mustache on him. Well, well, maybe he could do with the mustache. Yeah. There we go. Um, now we have chapter three. Uh, memories of the way we were. Okay, that's a okay. very big departure from the last two chapter yes. titles. They're like, Mamma Mia, that's a spicy meatball. Memories of the way we once I know, were. right? It's like, whoa, all right. So, Mr. Lodge is sadly, like, standing in Veronica's doorway. <laughs> He's like, oh, I'm sure she's made lots of friends already. Everyone loves a lodge. Yeah, And everyone. then we cut to Veronica stalking around the hallways. Mm -hmm. Um, there's a nice, kindly janitor there. Okay. And he's like, is something wrong? You're crying. And she's like, oh, I'm normally the one who picks on people. <laughs> I'm not used to this. At least she's <laughs> honest about it. She recognizes. very self-aware. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then she sees him and she's like, Svensson? And he's like, no, Henson. What the fuck? And she's like, oh, you remind me of someone I know back home. And he's like, Oh, from America? A janitor? And he's like, yeah, that's my cousin Svensson. Oh my gosh. And she's like, oh my god, what, what a release, someone who'll be nice to me. Which, I don't know why that was dependent on him, like, having a cousin she knows. Yeah. He was already being nice to her. You can be dicks to people who 
you know the relatives of. Like, yeah. Or vice versa, yeah. Uh-huh. So then he's like, oh yeah, he sends me pictures of his home in Springfield, and she's like, Springfield? And he's like, oh yeah, you're just making fun of me like all the others. Get lost. Whoa! <laughs> so he instantly turns on her. Mr. Henson's got some, like, bottled up rage going on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Veronica's, like, sadly crying, oh, and all Jesus the girls Christ. come up to her, and they're like, oh, you look so sad. I know what would cheer you up. A shopping trip. Okay. I mean, that usually and Veronica works. is like, can we leave the school grounds unescorted, though? And then she's like, that's okay, I've got a pass from the headmistress. And the pass that she's holding that Veronica can't see says... One more unexcused absence and you're finished. Whoa. All right. Which is quite aggressive for a no from a teacher. I'm going to kill you if you skip class one more time. Yes. <laughs> Jesus. So Veronica, for some reason, agrees to go shopping with all these girls that have been bullying her since she got here. Well, shopping, Megan. <laughs> all girls love shopping. I guess so. Yeah. They go to the the parking lot, and the roommate now has on this amazing fringe jacket, and I'm like, when was this written? I need it. <laughs> 1994, probably. <laughs> and she's like, we'll take my car. Oh. And meanwhile, um, another girl is spray painting over the sign that says, reserve parking for the headmistress. Yo, they're really so they're bad at this. stealing the headmistress's car. They could have done this before they walked out with Veronica. Yes. <laughs> And then we we see in a little side bubble of panel, Veronica saying, you want me to ask directions? I thought you knew your way around. And they're uh, like, we do. We just want to check something. Mm-hmm. Check to see if you're as big a sucker as we thought. And oh, then Jesus. they hand her a boot. Uh, what? Oh, God. They have stuck a note on that says, you are here. Jesus Christ. Which took me so long to get growing up yeah. like i never understood why they did that and then i was like oh italy's a boot on the mat okay yeah that took me a long time too i i remember the like day i got it i was like oh mm-hmm. they were just being extra dicks i mean i guess they were but yeah 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 they're being pretty big dicks so veronica's lost in italy with a single boot Yes, so she's like, great, I'm trapped in a foreign city where I don't know the language or any people or have any money or (laughs) anything. Horrifying. So she does what anyone would do and sits down on a fountain and cries. Yep, that is a valid response. (laughs) Yes. And then we start our final chapter. Four. There's no place like Rome. (laughs) I was going to be like, want some spaghetti or something like that. (laughs) Yeah. So, okay, this panel, Veronica is sitting in the rain, mm-hmm. crying, hair's a mess, mm-hmm. and a hand on her shoulder says, pardon, signorina, how may I help you? Okay. Or may I help you somehow? Okay. And Veronica's thought in this moment is, could it be, could this be a cute guy? Who am I kidding, the way my luck's been running? <laughs> That's <the laughs> one thing she's looking for right yes. now. Yes. Her moment of dire need. A man. Is it a cute boy? Yep. And then she turns, and it is a cute boy. What? And she's like, I, and I guess I'm a little lost. <laughs> I, yeah, you're and very he says, lost. And more than a little wet. Oh. Um, hey, chill out, dude. That's real gross. And then he's like, here's my parents and sister. 
And they're like, you poor thing, we'll get you somewhere warm and dry. We watched you in the rain before we decided to come talk to you. <laughs> yeah, apparently. So they drive her to their home. Veronica just goes with this. Yeah. I guess it is an entire family. An entire family could never be evil. No, there's no murder families. No. Especially not famous ones. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> So yeah. she compliments their English. Uh -huh. They said that they're um, worldwide uh, fruit and grain exporters. <laughs> okay. And Very specific. Their business is um, that business, not their specifically. But fruit and grain exporting is apparently a major part of Rome's economy. So they just let her spend the night. Right, they, like, feed cool. her. Um, they're like, here, rest here. We'll take you home tomorrow. And then they give her, like, a change of clothes. Mm -hmm. And then, um, she, so the next morning she's like, thank you so much. You said you'd take me back to school? And they're like, certainly, where are you staying? Yeah. And then she tells them the Facciarelli School for Girls. Uh-huh. And they all freak out. Oh, oh. Um, the guy grabs her and runs out the door, and he's like, well, you gotta go, don't want to be late. Whoa. And the dad is like, count the silverware. Whoa. What? So... They rush her back to the school and drop her at the door without, I guess, saying goodbye. She's very confused. Right. I would be, too, to be fair. The headmistress is like, what the fuck? <laughs> Where were you? Yeah. Go to my office right now. And so then we cut to her office mm -hmm. where she's yelling at Veronica. She says, the Facciarelli school does not tolerate unexcused absences. I was warned about you, Miss Veronica Hodge. Okay, uh, I see what's uh -oh. going on here. We've got a switch miss going on. We, we do have a switch miss. <laughs> if you haven't seen Switch Miss, please go watch it. It's my favorite. <laughs> it's mine too. Alright. Uh we'll do an episode about that. Yeah, Just a, a side episode. That'll be like a holiday present for y'all. Yeah. Anyway. So yes, yeah, so we've got the switch miss situation. Yes. So does that mean that there's a Veronica Hodge at this fancy-ass prep school I don't just know. fucking shit up? I feel like that fancy prep school probably would have checked her ID at some point, unlike this school that didn't check anything ever. Yeah. They're just like, yeah, you're probably Veronica Hodge or whatever. Come on in. Yeah. And they're like, you're definitely not Veronica Lodge. You cannot so go then... to the school. Veronica hears that and is like, my name isn't Veronica Hodge, it's Lodge. Uh -huh. And the headmistress is instantly like, as in the very influential and powerful Riverdale Lodges? Yo, what the fuck? I mean, I guess if he's the richest man in the world. Yeah. But still. And Veronica's like, you heard of us? And she's like, hasn't everyone? Apparently. I seems so. So she's like, oh, I see what's happened. This is a reform school, and I caught the wrong taxi from the airport. Oh. And then she calls her dad, and she's like, wait till daddy hears how you've been treating his princess. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's... And then the lady's, like, begging her not to tell him, I guess? I guess? I mean... Um... Yeah, I don't know. So she calls her dad, and he's like, sweetheart, your mother's been missing you terribly. You should maybe come home? Yeah. And she's like, oh, I don't know. Way to just sell Hermione down the river, hi. <laughs> yeah. Just cover his own ass. I'm, I haven't missed you at all. I'm glad your mother. you're gone. <laughs> <laughs> so then he says, I can make it worth your while. Whoa. And she's like, the pink convertible we talked about. Oh, okay. 
And he says, yours. And then she agrees to come home. All right. So we, we wrap up. She's back at home. It appears that she's trying on her new outfits in her dad's office because she's like standing there in front of the mirror, like admiring herself. Mm -hmm, And he's mm -hmm. like at his desk working. Love it. She probably just does that a lot. (laughs) Yes. Comes in. Dad, look at my outfit. Yeah. You have the best mirror in the house, Dad. (laughs) Veronica, we bought you a room of mirrors. (laughs) There's one room that's only mirrors, Veronica. Okay. Um, so he's on the phone with his friend, and he's like, I don't know how much she learned about business. As I was saying, where can we get that much fruit and grain? Oh my god. All right. <laughs> and Veronica's head whips around. She's like, Cabrini Industries, here's a phone number. Ask for Benito. Tell him I sent you. He'll cut you a good deal. Uh, okay, so... And then he says, then again, there's hope for her yet. And weirdly... Veronica's in the doorway, and she says the end. Whoa, what? Yeah, it's a word bubble. Whoa, okay. All right, so to dissect it a little bit. First, I just need to, it always annoyed me that she's like, talk to the Cabrini family or whatever. They think I'm a thief who stole from them, (laughs) but they're going to cut you a good deal. (laughs) Like, what is going to happen? They're, he's gonna call and be like, Veronica sent me? And they're gonna be like, who? Because why would they connect that context, like, that it's true. reform girl school we picked up uh, probably a month ago? Yeah, did um, she actually give them her name? I can't remember. I would assume her first name. Presumably. But if, if she gave them her last name, surely they also would have known of the powerful and influential Riverdale Lodges. Everyone does, I guess. And then they probably would have, like, proposed to her or something. Yeah, that young boy would have been like, you could support my family. Yeah. Your dowry will make our life great, or something like that. Like, I just don't understand how that phone call went. Yeah. And how did she remember their phone number? How does she know their phone number? Yeah, they didn't give it to her, did they? Why would they give her a phone number? They, they took her to their home. Yeah. And she stayed there, but like... I mean, what we're missing is like a scene where they drop her off and be like, if you need anything. But again, but, that wouldn't happen. No, they dropped her off and they were like, like they drove away before she could even say goodbye. Right, exactly. she was all startled. The and, scene is missing because it couldn't happen, but they were like, uh, no, that's Maybe happened. she called from the airport and was like, just so you guys know, I'm actually a billionaire. <laughs> you fucked up. <laughs> Yeah. Eat shit. <laughs> but I am going to send you a lucrative uh, contract later. That's fantastic. I also like the fact that Veronica seems to just have not told her parents that she was at a prep, like, reform school no. for, like, a month. <laughs> I can't imagine why she wouldn't. I know. Like, like, where's Veronica Hodge? Yeah, what happened with what her? What happened to her? There's, like, gotta be, like, some weird side story, like that dude who wrote rewrote Lord of the Rings from the villain's perspective, where, like, they rewrite this this exact tale from Veronica Hodge's perspective. That would be fun. That would actually be really interesting. We should do that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. Let's do that. Listeners, do that. (laughs) No, I'm not going to do that. That's great. Um, Well, you know, actually, since you... Listeners, you do that, and then we'll also do that, and then we'll compare, and whichever one is the best one... Maybe Archie will publish, huh? There we go. Ooh. We can promise that. We said maybe. <laughs> That's true. We, that is exactly true. I can promise maybe something will happen. Yeah, because it might not. And then if it does or doesn't happen, I was right. That's true. 
It's a foolproof plan, Megan. I'm good at this. Yeah, you are. Well, I was uh, interested in bringing one of my own segments to the table, if I may. Ooh, please. Um, and actually... Quite similar to yours, this is one of the segments where the name doesn't fit <laughs> the segment. <laughs> because good. what I prepared is one of our favorites. This is a bizarchi. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one's not a spooky, scary bizarchi. It's just really fucking weird. I love it. And it's also not about Archie. It's mostly about Jughead. Um, Jugarchi. Bizarre drug. Bitch drug. Bitch <laughs> okay. All right. With on that note, um, yes, this is my biz Jughead, um, Good. and it is Jughead in Riverdale. Nice. And just so you oh, know, no. do you remember this one? I do remember yeah. this one. This is a throwback episode on accident, but I love it because this yes. is from another one Megan and I grew up reading. This is Betty and Veronica Double Digest number ninety three. Oh, mine was from Betty and Veronica Double Digest number 108. All right. We so, never really uh, are consistent <laughs> about what we've really put Really close in time, though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait. The cover of this digest says 60th Archie anniversary. Okay. So, so does a, that mean it's 20 years old? I guess. Oh, my God. Okay. This Let's is from 2002. Yeah. Whoa. All right. It's 18 years ago. That's wild, man. I, okay, yeah, anyway, so this yeah. is Riverdale Nice, this is Jughead's Riverdale Good. Nice, uh, and it starts with Jug walking into Pops, where Betty has already sat at the table, and he's like, uh-huh. hey Betty, you're just who I was looking for, I, I need your opinion um, on a story I wrote, because you're a good writer, and she's like, yeah, sure, and then we have this weird little text box, um, where I guess it's Jughead explaining this to Betty, but they didn't want to add an extra panel, <laughs> <laughs> So it's him Good. explaining what that is, what this is. Um, cool. And he says there's been a lot of complaints about too much violence on TV, so you know exactly when this comic was written. Yes. So what he did is he wrote a pilot episode for the first totally nonviolent TV show. Oh, I'm sorry. Nonviolent police show. No, that's quite an ask. Yeah. I was about to call him out because it was like, Sesame Street's pretty nonviolent, bro. But <laughs> he did say police show, so I'll give him that. Um, so yeah, he calls it Riverdale Nice. Um. Oh, is that like Vice? Exactly. And he's like, it's all about day, a day on patrol with the N squad, which is the nice squad. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a stretch, Jughead. <laughs> Awkward choice there. But call yourself Mr. Plastic for how much you had to stretch for that one. Uh-huh. Um, so he introduces himself within, like, it's a cut to... The show, I guess? Yeah, we're just seeing the show as yeah. it would play out. Um, and you have Sergeant Jones and Officer Andrews on patrol. Um, you also get I'm a nice little... he's casting this with his friends. Nepotism. <laughs> well, this is why we don't have enough representation in Hollywood. That is... I mean, <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> Jughead. Like basically it. Jughead's Hold the reason. Hold you accountable. Yeah. Um, Archie gets all upset because he's only a patrolman and Jughead's a sergeant. But then Jughead's like, it's my story, so let me continue. So there's some fun fourth wall breaking. Good, good. Uh, they run out of the precinct, and they've been they've received a report of a 607 in progress, which is a person or persons tossing a gum wrapper onto the sidewalk. Very specific. 
Um, and then Archie says, I thought that was a 606. And Jughead's like, no, that's tossing a candy wrapper. Jesus. Yeah. Now, I like how this this code differentiates between gum and candy wrappers, but it does not differentiate between person or person. <laughs> that's a good point. Now, how would multiple persons be tossing a singular wrapper onto the ground? They're, like, um, holding it together, maybe both releasing it. they're playing, like, hacky sack, but, like, with the wrapper, <laughs> and just, like, kicking it around, you know, and having a, having a good time <laughs> like that. Or yeah. it's a lot of people holding the wrapper, like, with, they've each got, like, two fingers on it, mm-hmm. and then at once they all <laughs> let go and litter. If it's, like, a giant wrapper. Ooh, okay, there you go. Like, a very big 50 cent. Yes. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> With that wonderful joke, um, mm-hmm. they pull up on a kid who's just standing there, and they kind of berate him for littering. Um, he pulls some bullshit where they're like, hey, you see how this wastebasket says keep your city clean? And he's like, but this ain't my city. I'm from out of town. And so they just That's let stupid. him go, I guess. Because um, that wastebasket was the law. <laughs> yeah, I know. There's... um. It is interesting because this is, like, a police force completely free of corruption, so you know it's fake. Um, Yeah. Because at one point, Archie says, I hate it when a criminal gets off on a technicality, and Jughead just says, but we have to go by the rules. Uh (laughs) Man, oh man, if that was how it worked. I imagine that this is a normal police force and that they just have these weirdos that do their little side thing. They're like, oh yeah, Archie and Jughead are here again. Pretend we're not corrupt. (laughs) Yeah, they're just like, hey guys, how's it going with the nice squad? And then they leave and they're like, they still haven't figured out that's not a real thing. (laughs) (laughs) Those badges are fake. They keep bringing us people that have dropped candy wrappers on the ground, and we keep letting them go. The last one was like That's a ten-year-old boy. Like we can't <laughs> yeah. arrest a boy. Um, they then get a call of a seven thirteen in progress, and they do a. So this is interesting um, because seven thirteen is specifically disturbing the peace with a portable combination CD and tape player with Dolby sound. This is extremely specific. It's really... But within the same panel, they do a giant handbrake turn so hard, they throw (laughs) up a cloud of smoke and a giant screech. Oh my god. So so I guess they're not caring that much about following rules or disturbing the peace. Yeah, apparently not. Yeah. Um, They show up, and it's some afroed white boy with giant sunglasses, uh, like with just a big old boombox, and they take him Mm -hmm. downtown. And his, do you want to guess what his punishment is, Megan? Oh no, I have to like help old ladies across the street or something. Uh, It's just about as dumb. Um, He has to write 500 times, I will not disturb the peace. Jesus. On a blackboard. Um, There's a goof where he's like, scritching or, you know, he's like screeching on the uh, chalkboard. And Archie's like, that's worse than the boombox. How foolish of you, Mm. Archie. I know. <laughs> yeah, I guess. You made this happen. Yeah, exactly. Um, they, they, I guess, are just in their car again. Like, there's a lot of jumping around in this one. It's very jarring. Because it's like... They're... Probably because Jughead's such a good writer. I mean, yeah, he is known for his writing skills. Mm-hmm. And Betty's the best eater in town. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they're back in their patrol car, squad car, whatever. And... They think they see a stolen car, so they check the hot sheet, and it is. Um, Ooh, a real crime. I know. They 
uh, start speeding off, and they don't turn on the siren because it's still too early in the mornings, and it might disturb people. Yep, reasonable. Mm-hmm. Uh, they stop at a red light while they're in pursuit. Well, yes. And he, the guy just speeds off. Um, but luckily, since he also follows the rules, he gets stuck at another red light oh that they're God. able to catch him at. Um, and while they're cuffing him and leading him to the car, <laughs> he's like, <laughs> the guy's like, you guys never would have caught me if I didn't have to stop for that lousy light. And Jughead's like, careful, bad mouthing a traffic light. It's a 1204. Oh my God. So, you can- this, What? This is like fucking 1984 thought police up here. <laughs> just like arrested for yelling at the traffic light. I don't understand why he stopped at the light. You clearly don't care about the laws. You stole a car. That's I know. That's also against the law. There's so much, like, the in- incongruities? I don't know. It's very incongruous yeah. with, like, the idea of the town being super nice, but, like, the- uh, Yeah. Because then the next one is they get another call for a something, you know, pro, a 592 in progress, which mm. is a robber armed with a custard pie. Um, Jesus Christ. So it's like people still rob, but they do it with pies. What is this? I don't know, man. What is this world you've created, Jughead? I hate it. <laughs> well, then, then the next panel, after you see Jughead terrified about this robber armed with a pie, um... Is Archie and Jughead, like, you know, plastered against the- not, like, plastered against the wall, like, pressed against the wall outside the mini-mart, like, peeking through the window, uh, mm-hmm. all sneaky-like. Um, and through the window, you see the robber, and he's got the clerk by the neck, and is holding her off the ground- Jesus! And is about to throw a pie in her face. Um, That's extremely aggressive. Yeah. Uh, so Jughead pulls out a gun- and Archie gets all worried because guns aren't... He says, using guns isn't nice. Um, but luckily it's a water pistol. Good God. That looks like a normal-ass gun. Um, and yeah. I mean, they did used to look like that. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Okay. But not when this comic came out, I Probably don't think. Probably not, yeah. Uh, but he walks into the Mini Mart and he shoots the guy... Or shoots the pie, I guess. And then the, <laughs> oh, destroying the pie with water. And it also splats into the robber's face, and he drops the clerk. So I guess... But he had a water allergy, <laughs> and he's dead now. <laughs> Jughead, you killed a you man. killed that man, Jughead. That wasn't very nice of you. He also says, I'm taking nice you into all. custody, and he didn't say custody. So, like, fuck no. you. I know. Like, <laughs> what are you doing, man? Um... What was the point of the pie? I don't even know. Not for that pun. So, after that, we just cut back to Pops, <laughs> uh, where Jughead's like, so, how do you like it so far, Betty? And then he, <laughs> then he notices that she's sound asleep on the table, and he's like, well, I hate to wake her. Pop, make me some burgers. And he just goes and eats at the counter. And we have a final shot of him eating these burgers, while Betty's just snoozing in the background. And he's like, by the time I'm done, I can ask her what she thought of my story. Okay. And that's it. It's a weird lack of awareness from Jughead. Yeah, really, right? He seems pretty cued in to most things most of the time. Weird response from Betty. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Like, what was the point? Like, this story was so weird, they could have just done another dream sequence for Jughead. Like, they do that more than once, I feel like. 
But no, there you go. Yeah. How weird. Riverdale, nice. Nice squad. Because you know what everyone wants from TV is less gritty and pies <laughs> and water pistols, I guess. Just comical policemen just doing their best and it's just all we want. No. Yeah, we we want a lighthearted <laughs> cop comedy these days. That's what we all That's need. That's all what we're dying for. <laughs> to just humanize cops a little bit. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. I also just needed to make mention briefly, um, right before I started that Bizarchi, I was flipping through that Double Digest again to just see when yeah. it was published. And I saw that the first story is very much of its time. Uh, it's called Gender Bender. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, and basically, um, Betty and Veronica are seeing a movie, and it looks like the guy thinks that Betty is a guy because she's got her hair up under a hat, and... Uh, oh, I guess she, fun. yeah, and then Veronica makes she's like, "That's what you get for dressing sloppily." That's what you get for being a fucking slob, Betty. <laughs> yeah, and then she makes her work out, and it's just yeah, it's rough. But yeah, cool. So yeah, that, that's all the way from two thousand and one. Wow. Mm-hmm. Back in the good old days when <laughs> we were terrible. It was a lawless time, man. Like, yeah. I've been, re- like, realizing it more and more just because um, at one point, one of my coworkers was going through some, like, old back-issue comics mm-hmm. um, that someone just, like, dropped off at the store. And in it, he found this series from, like, a Spider-Man series from, like, 2004. Um, and it was horrifying because the <laughs> entire comic, it wasn't drawn, Megan. It was... What? 3D computer graphics. No. Like, that was so hot in the early 2000s for a while that they God. did an entire series, like a six issue miniseries with so Spider Man and the Lizard and, like, another villain. It was just disgusting. <laughs> it was so gross to look at. I definitely remember thinking that I could, like, make a comic that was. Based off of, like, computer images, because I can't draw at all. Oh, same. And I was like, well, I still want to be a comic creator. (laughs) I'll just use, I don't know, some software to make it. I mean, there were, like, a million of those weird little, like, make your own comics on the computer. And just, like, I I remember the other day, like, typing software was a thing. And, like, that (laughs) just feels obsolete already for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like weird little blender animations you could make and things like that. Uh, 2000s, man. They were something Wild else. days. Yeah. Just a fucking, like, wild west wasteland. I had on a playlist at work today uh-huh. because it was a rough one and it was mm. called Summer Hits of the 2000s. Ooh, that sounds like a bop. And, like, Evanescence came <laughs> oh, on. no! Oh my goodness! I and that. I was like, fuck! Yeah. I remember this? Yeah. Oh, man. I know. Good times. It's good stuff, exactly. Yeah. Maybe we were we should... just talking about how terrible it was, and we're like, good times! <laughs> I mean, it was terrible. Just that sheen of nostalgia. Right, that's exactly what it was. Like, it, it's good times because we were still children, yeah. and we didn't have to deal with the world. It wasn't 2020. That's another reason why it was better. Um, but yeah. How are you doing, listeners? You doing okay? Let us know. It's a long year. It's been crazy. There's a lot it's, going on this year, guys. There's a lot going on. There's, I hope you're taking care of yourself. No, oh, yes. And taking care of those around you, if you can. Um, Take care of yourself like you're Veronica 
taking care of the shopping. Yes, that is a good way of putting it, I think. Approach self-care with the same energy levels <laughs> with which Veronica approaches a shopping spree. I feel like we could also just say the way that Veronica approaches self-care, because she seems to have that pretty yeah. much down. I mean, the, that is true. the double digest I'm looking at, she's literally in the VIP area of a store, like, eating cheese and grapes, so I think she's got it. That sounds pretty great. Maybe I'll go eat some cheese and grapes once we wrap this up. Yeah, make yourself a cheese and grapes plate, listeners. And then just maybe go sit in the grass and just enjoy. Uh, Think about days before 2020 and the days after that we'll have that will be better. Yes. Uh, before we wrap up, I do want to do a little plug. Ooh, please. For ourselves. Ooh. What On a- Friday. <gasps> oh, yes. We released an episode called The Floplet Shop. Yes. Very excited um, about this episode. So, of course, you've listened to the public access Riverdale season one. Mm-hmm. And you know that we're taking a little break before we start our next show. Right. Because it, because it killed us. <laughs> yes, it's a lot of time. It's so much fun, but it killed us, guys. Yes, we love you. We do it for you. Mm-hmm. But this is a fun little one-off we did where we watched the Archie movie from 1990. The live-action Archie oh, movie. Oh, it's so... Made for TV. Mm-hmm. And we were joined by Dan McCoy of the Flophouse. One of our mutual favorite podcasts. Yes. So we just had so much fun recording that episode. Oh my god. Um, you should definitely watch the movie because it's a work of art. <laughs> yes. But you don't have to watch it to enjoy the episode. Yeah. Yeah. Also, just go check out the Flophouse. Um, it's a great, oh, yeah. great podcast um, hosted by three great dudes. Um, and also, just to further speak about the Floplet Shop, I don't know if I've laughed that much in a long time. It was so much fun. It was, like, I mean, the movie is just insane, um, so that, yeah. like, is a lot of good fodder, but yeah, I think it was just, like, one of the most fun things we've done. Um, it really was. And Dan was such a great guest that I think, like, everyone should listen to that episode, even if they've never seen or done anything with Archie, so yeah. Yeah. If you like um, Archie, if you like this podcast, mm-hmm. if you like the Flophouse, you'll like that episode. Definitely. And, yeah, definitely go give the Flophouse a listen just like at Apple even, yeah. Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, Precisely. And Dan McCoy is at Dan K. McCoy on Twitter, or as we like to say, Dank McCoy. Oh, yeah. He was our <laughs> dankest guest. Yeah. All right. Um. So, yeah, I just want to plug that. We're going to probably do another one-off episode right. in September. Yes. And then once we get to fall, we're going to get back into our regular episodes with something new. Yes, we're very excited for it. It's going to be so, fun. All right. You have that to look forward to. And if you like that episode, um, let us know. We'd love to do more, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, tell a friend about it. Like we said, if yeah. even if you don't know anything about Archie, like, if you just like bad movies, I think it's a great jumping on point. Um, yes. and it's just, like we said, it's just a lot of fun. It's just a fun, goofy show. Yeah, so, so tell a friend about that episode, maybe get a watch party together for Riverdale and back again, because my god, is it a good, bad movie? <laughs> it is such a trip. It's wild, It's though. amazing. Um, maybe, yeah, I, I would encourage everyone to watch that movie just because it's so good. Um. It's very much a movie of the 90s, too. Oh, completely. Um, got a horny kid. <laughs> A rap scene. Oh, the rap scene. We can't give away too much. We, um, <laughs> but yes. So yeah, 
That is really it for us today, though. So, um, as always, you can find us in various places around the internet. The best place to find all of our stuff, most of our stuff, is on our website. Uh, that's rhsavclub.com. That's got links to uh, yep. tw- links to our uh, Twitter and our Instagram, as well as our Facebook group. Uh, mm-hmm. The only thing that's not on there is the email. Uh, do you have that, Megan? I do. That is RiverdaleHighAVClub at gmail.com. Perfect. We would love to hear from you. Mm-hmm. We'd love to see some reviews from you guys. Yes. If you love us, if you hate us, you don't need to write a review. <laughs> Why are you listening if you hate us? That doesn't seem like the best use of your time. You could be doing something else. Yeah. Hmm. Unless you enjoy hating us. I mean, I guess. That seems complicated. If you still... Well, yeah, okay. We're not going to dissect the idea of... No. (laughs) We appreciate you. Either way. Regardless of how you feel about us. Just listening to it, it really, like, brightens our day (laughs) when we see the numbers and stuff. So, yeah. It's always very exciting. Um, But, yeah. So, as always, um, I've been Ezra. And I've been Megan. And we will see you at at the chocolate shop. (laughs) Bye. Bye. I'm going to use the rap song as the intro. Yes. For that episode. God, that's a great idea. I was hoping we could include it somehow.